Hi, and welcome back to East End Society. I am Christine, the host of this podcast, and this is episode nine, where I'm talking about shifting your mindset. Can't wait to get into this episode. Um, Thank you again so much for listening, and I just want to touch bases on this because this is really the key to achieving anything that you're working towards and just being successful overall. And even just going through your day-to-day life, you have to shift your mindset. You have to think positive. You have to thrive on that so that you have a high frequency, that great positive energy. Like, I can tell you after you do that, like you just attract better people, you become a better person, you feel better, you think better, you have great ideas that just flow to you naturally. And it's just overall a better way of living. And one of the ways that you can achieve that is definitely by reading a lot of books. I know that some people say that they can't really get into reading. Personally, I love to read. I read a different book every week. I know for some brainiacs out there, they might read a different book every day. I am not anywhere near that level. Um, I also just don't have that much free time to do that. I would love to, but I don't. And the book that I'm currently reading right now... um, It's entitled um, Being Chic, How to Be Chic and Stay Thin, but that has nothing to do with this episode. But the book that I read last week, it is entitled The No Complaining Rule. And normally people read this book if, let's say maybe it's a manager of a team and they maybe want their department to read it or as a company they want their employees to read this book, but I read it on my own. Um, Right underneath the title, it says positive ways to deal with negativity at work. The no complaining rule. And although it is centered around the workplace, you can also utilize a lot of the information in there and the principles. You can apply that to your own life. And let me tell you, I have been working on it myself and it works and you do feel better and then you start to realize how negative you can be and how you think and how much you want to change that and think better and just be positive toward life toward other people yourself and just everything in general it really helps you to self-reflect and realize like, hey, you know, I can be really negative. I want to stop being that way. I don't want to complain. I don't want to have a complaining spirit and be a chronic complainer. And that's my personality. And people just feel drained when they're around me. I don't want to be that person. And I'm sure that you don't want to be that person either. So I recommend that you read this book. Now, one of the points that I really enjoy about it, um, it goes into detail, of course, about how to implement the no complaining rule, but you start off small where you just do a no complaining day, and then you work your way up to doing an entire week of no complaining. And as you do it, you start working on it, 
it gets easier and easier with time to just think differently, to shift your mindset, to stop complaining and be more positive. So one of the ways that you shift your mindset with the complaining, instead of complaining so much, let's focus on what are the solutions? Because nine times out of 10, there's always a solution to a complaint. And so as you complain, because it's impossible to never, ever complain. I mean, we're not perfect. So I'm not saying by any means, like you'll never complain. And the book also mentions that like, nobody is saying like, never, ever complain. We're human. It's natural. There are negative things that will happen to us and just in life in general and at work that you should complain about. That's not what we're talking about. We don't want this to be our personality. So what do we do? So that is when we go into, um, like I said, coming up with solutions. As you find yourself complaining, say, but, and then you put something, end it with something positive, you know, oh, I have to go to work. Instead, you need to say, I get to go to work because that is a blessing and a privilege. You get to go to work. Do you know how many people don't get to go to work or they go to work and they can't even provide for themselves? And sometimes we get so caught up in, oh, I don't like my job. You know, it's not meaningful work or whatever the complaint may be, but that's not how it is. Um, There are a lot of people who would love to be in your position and they work very hard, but they can't provide for themselves or their families. And, you know, we only have 24 hours in a day and there's only so much they can do. They have to maybe make sacrifices in order to make ends meet, whatever the case may be, but you have to shift your mindset. So always add that, but at the end of a complaint. It also talks a little bit about exercising, which as we all know, is a huge tool to a lot of things, boosting your confidence, um, definitely shifting your mindset and being consistent. Consistency is key with anything. So exercising, you start feeling better about yourself and it boosts your confidence and the way you view yourself and you just you feel better. You get all of those tense feelings out. You can work up that lactate acid in your body and read a ton of books. Like whatever it is that you feel like you're struggling with and you need to improve on for myself, it was complaining. I just want to be more positive person. So I found a book called and entitled the no complaining rule. Um, I also wanted to be more disciplined and find ways to help me become more motivated and not procrastinate as much. And another great book would be the atomic habits book, which I'm also currently reading. Sometimes I read more than one book at once. Um, currently reading three books at one time. Um, 
which, you know, it does go a little bit slower, but I eventually get through it. Um, right now, the Slim and Chic Encore is my favorite book at the moment that I seem to can't, I can't put down right now. I really, I'm really enjoying it. Um, so yeah, read as many books as you can about whatever it is that you're struggling with and you want to shift your mindset. So that, that may be um, Audible, the Amazon app. I really like that one if you prefer to listen to books. You can also download the free library app, Libby, which is really great because you can read books and also um, listen to audiobooks. <clears throat> it is absolutely free. And you can borrow the book for 21 days, which doesn't typically take you that long to read a book. Um, they also give you like a time frame of how long it would take you to get through the book. And sometimes it's like a book might take you four hours, eight hours to get through it. And it that's for some of us or most of us, that might be your commute to and from work. And you've already read a book um, or listened to the whole thing. So definitely look into that and you don't need the physical library card to have access to the app. You can sign up for a virtual library card and use that to gain access. And then you can have multiple cities as well. If you have more than one city like myself that you've lived in and you just so happen to have two. So definitely something else you can do because if they don't have the book that you need in that city then you switch over and check in the other one that's how i usually find a lot of my books if i go through the library app and that's called libby so audible libby and um when i want to find a physical book because sometimes amazon sometimes it's rare but i'll have a hard time finding a physical book, then I'll go to thriftbooks.com. If Amazon doesn't have it, library doesn't have it, Audible, which is also Amazon, um, if they don't have it, because it is, even though it's the same company, it's a different platform. Um, but books are a huge way to shift your mindset, really taking in information, reading, and applying it, applying the information is key because you can read so many books and so much information, but if you're not really putting in the work to make those changes, then you're never gonna shift your mindset. Also, I talk about this all the time, but having your vision board in front of you every day, that helps you stay focused, like this is what I am working towards, this is what I'm working on. And again, you know, as I've stated before, like, it's just so amazing to look at it every day and to see how I'm checking off one thing after another. I'm working towards all of it. And the next thing you know, you've met all of those goals. You're already living that vision that you've already put, that you've envisioned for yourself and planned. And you put that into action. and then I'll take this one down and make a new one. And at first I 
had such rigid rules, like, you know, I have to get this all done in 2022. Like, I have to get it done. No excuses. But you don't have to do it that way. I realized that a lot of things that I did put on my vision board, although it is achievable and I believe in myself, I'm confident I can do it. But it's going to take me a little more time than I thought. So if you find yourself in that position, that is absolutely okay. Keep your vision board up and just tap, you know, just work towards whatever you have on there until you get it done. And then you take it down and make a new one. You don't have to do it by the year, the calendar year, I should say. Um, Because I didn't make my vision board in January. It wasn't at the very beginning of the year, like... I want to say it was like springtime, like April. So we were already well into the year, almost halfway when I decided to make one. So there are no rules. Life is a journey. Take your time. You know what you want to get done and do it. Make it happen. Don't just talk about it. Don't look at other people and talk about what they're not doing. Take accountability and look at yourself and say, you know what? This is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to work on. This is what is wrong with me. And these are things that I am going to do to change that or just simply work on it, to work on it and be better. And do that. You know, you can do it. And also just having that great circle of friends and family around you. You don't need their validation per se, because at the end of the day, you only need your own in order to be successful or whatever it is that you're working towards. You don't need anyone else's validation, but you do need a positive group of people to be surrounded by because sometimes We don't even realize until we give it deep thought, but the people that we're around, the environments that we're putting ourselves in, you just simply can't thrive. And once you find that out, you need to like limit your association or find a new circle of people to be around. And sometimes, which is rare, You can maybe talk to that person and say, hey, you know, I've noticed these behaviors and I don't, I don't think that it's in your best interest to be this way. You know, I know that you can be better than that or however you choose to say it. But basically when you just confront them about it and let them know, because you want the best for them, you want the best for yourself, but Sometimes, or most of the time, they don't, they're going to be offended or they don't want to be bothered. So, or they feel like you're just picking on them or whatever. And you just have to set boundaries or limit your interactions with that person. And sometimes you just have to leave them behind. Because if they are a negative Nancy or a Debbie Downer, you know, you can't, you can't thrive in that environment. You just can't. It's just going to bring you down. 
So definitely work on having a positive group of people around you, especially when like, I'll give you a great scenario. Like one time we went out um, to a meeting and I saw a lady and her family and I thought she was a pretty lady. I thought she looked really nice. And, you know, when we get in the car with these people and they are talking about how she looks so horrible, she looked like she was really a man and it was just like really mean things. And I was like, oh, well, I thought she looked really nice. You know, I thought she was pretty lady. Um, You know, her hair was pretty color and it was nice and well-groomed and she had on a nice dress. And I thought overall, like physically, she was a pretty lady. That was my opinion. But, you know, it's just a great example of how sometimes when you're not like-minded with certain people that can dampen your spirit and maybe make you be negative with them and you don't want to join in on that. You don't want to. It's just not nice. And it really just drags you down. And it says a lot more about you than it does about the person that they're talking about. And also you have to think about like the way they view other people, like to look at people and say, to form a negative opinion, like how messed up is that? Like, why not just choose to look at the positive things? Like, you know, oh, I really like her dress. I really love the way her hair is styled. Um, She has nice makeup. Um, she has a great personality. I love their laugh. They are so funny. Like their laugh makes me laugh because it's so full of life and you can tell that they are really happy when they laugh. And, uh, I love that. But if you're constantly around people who are just saying a lot of mean things about people's appearance and they just overall, like they see people in a negative light. Um, especially when you never even see them interact, like not that that would be an excuse, but it's like, there's no reason for you to feel that way about that person. Um, it's just sad. And we don't want to be that way. I don't want to be that way, but maybe say something in the moment. Um, and then if it's like persistent, like this is just how that person or these people are those people that would be proper. Um, then yeah, change your circle because you can't, again, you can't thrive and you're not going to go anywhere dealing with people like that. Nine times out of 10 people like that are not nine times out of 10, probably 100% of the time, those people are not successful and they are not going to take you to the next level of where you want to be in life. So, you know, sorry, not sorry, but we cannot hang out. Um, yeah. And so that's that reading great books and applying that information to shift your mindset and changing your, your circle. 
of people. Also, expanding your horizons, you know, explore the world, your city, get out there and try different restaurants and meet new people, maybe join the French Alliance and learn a new language, you know, join a language club and meet the people there. And what's so great about places like that, like you get fully immersed in that culture and in that language. Um, This particular one for French is more so um, French, like from France, their culture. Um, So it's not like African French or Creole or anything like that, which that's still cool. But they have cooking classes. You can go to the theater and watch French movies. And then they have um, different times, um, like events, and then also like different times that you can meet up with fellow uh, members of the club at different cafes throughout the city to just take an hour or two just speaking in French to challenge yourself to really get that practice in. And I think that's so cool. But that would also, that would help shift your mindset as far as expanding your horizons, because then you look at the world differently. It's not so black and white. And there are so many beautiful cultures and groups of people to get to know and learn about and to enjoy. You know, those differences are to enjoy, not to cause division. And I think that that is it's beautiful and it's so great. And it does help shift your mindset along with so many other things that you can do. Um, I know a lot of um, bloggers or what do they call them now? Influencers. They'll or especially if they're like a fitness influencer and they want you to be super motivated and they're like, yeah, I'm a multimillionaire and I'm super fit and all of this stuff. And they're like, oh, I do cold showers and ice baths and stuff like that. I'm not saying it doesn't work. I have not tried it myself. I'm willing to. And I hear that it does work. Like it stimulates your body and it shocks it. It makes it like, I don't know, like energized or something. Um, My point is, you don't have to do things like that to shift your mindset. If that works for you, great. Do it. Try it out. Let me know how it works out. Um, I might try it once or twice, but it's not something that I would consistently do. I don't think I would. Never say never because you never know what you might do. Um, Just say that you hope you wouldn't do that, but that's not like something that I would be so against doing. It's just, I don't think that that's something I would be interested in trying. Um, But I hear it works, you know. But my point is, you know, just explore. Figure out what it is that you're into, what do you like, 
what would help you shift your mindset? Maybe it is reading books. I think that that would apply to everyone. If you don't like reading, listen to them, you know. Um, and then, of course, just expanding your horizons, changing your social circle. Maybe joining a social club. You know, every major city, they have one. And maybe that's the key. Finding a certain caliber of people who have more in common with you, things that you want to do as far as your business or just different ideas that you may have. Or you just want to network and have a better career, better job. You got to put yourself out there and network and meet these people and follow up and stay consistent pursuing your friends. One of the things that, well, pursuing them to be friends, but one of the things that I've realized the older that I get, like pursuing friendships is just like pursuing a romantic partner, you know, like you're courting them and you, in a way you court your friends too. You're calling them, you're texting them, you're getting to know them, inviting them out and you have to do it consistently and you do one-on-one hangouts and then maybe um, as a group. And then you also have your different groups of friends, you know, like maybe you have your friends that you play golf with, you your friends that you go to the gym, the gym. Or um, it could even be like, you know, because not everybody's going to be into the same things. Or the friends who um, maybe they like going to your theater friends, like from who were probably in drama club in high school. And they love going to the opera in different plays with you. And maybe taking that trip to New York to see a play on Broadway. Like, you know, you got to have your different friends. And then you have friends who maybe you can't travel with for one reason or another. But you, uh, yeah, you have your travel friends. You have your friends who are outdoorsy and you go hiking with them. And then you have friends who like all of those things, you know. Um, you could, they're a chameleon. You can do a little bit of everything with them and that's amazing. But, you know, put yourself out there and get to know people. I can tell you right now, you are not alone. If you're like, you know, oh, I'm so nervous. Like, I don't want to meet these people and tell them my name and tell them about myself and, um, I don't know them. Nobody knows each other in this room. They feel the same way. Everybody is just as nervous. Um, It's okay. Just stick it out. Smile. Be friendly. Be yourself. And get to know them. So I am nearing the end of my recording time. I do appreciate you guys for listening. And I will hear from you guys for the next episode. So thank you again for listening and let me know how that goes working on shifting your mindset so you can meet your goals and be the best version of yourself. Thank you. And I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.